host of the Life After Life podcast. I want to invite you to become a patron of the podcast. For just five euro per month, you will get ad-free content, video episodes, exclusive events and discounts throughout the year as a thank you for your support. Check out the link to my Patreon page in the description box attached or go to Patreon and search for Life After Life with Sandy Burns. Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about whether or not there is meanness, evilness, or indeed any negative energies in the spirit world. And, you know, I know that I've touched on this in the past, but I still get phone calls from people about this every single day of the week. People ask about demons, hexes, curses, evil energies, and so on and so forth. So I wanted to delve into this a little bit more, okay? But firstly, I just wanna say that I cannot comment on what other mediums tell you. I can only speak from my experience and my knowledge given to me by my spirit guides. Um, But also what was passed down to me from my grandmother, my great-great-grandmother, And, you know, their grandmothers and great grandmothers who were mediums as well. Okay, so, you know, my grandmother always said this. I always remember her, you know, she used to say this on a daily basis. You know, it's the living that should scare you, not the dead. And I live by this saying so, so much. Okay, because, you know, people scared the bejesus out of me. I don't mind telling you. Okay, spirit, not so much. You know, I know they can't do us any harm, but people scare me no end. Now, I'm going to give you, you know, a little story to tell you, um, you know, the way I see it with spirit, right? Now, if you've heard me say this before, which you may have if you're a regular listener, uh, please bear with me just for a couple of minutes, okay? I use this example to try and describe to people the way I see it with spirit, okay? So, I'm touching wood while I'm saying this, God forbid. But if I did have an accident tomorrow and I lost my leg, okay, would, you know, and then at some date in the future, I passed away, okay, as I will at some point. But would you imagine then that just because I was at the loss of a leg in life, that I would be hopping around the spirit world on just one leg for eternity? Okay, no, you wouldn't imagine that. Because you know that that is, you know, that's a condition that's tied to my physical body. Okay, I don't have a physical body when I go back to spirit. I don't need legs. I'm an energy, you know, whatever. But if we take, you know, other things, um, for example, some kind of mental illness that makes people torture somebody, kill somebody, you know, do horrific things in life. Ted Bundy, Hitler, you know, lots of different kinds of people. Those are things that, you know, are connected to the brain. This is a malfunction or, you know, the wiring being wrong in someone's brain. 
Um, they're not good people when they're here on earth. But that doesn't mean that when they return to the spirit world, that they're evil, you know, that they're a demon. Because, you know, the, the wiring in their brain on earth was wrong. Okay, it made them do horrible things. But when they return to spirit, they don't have the physical body. They don't have the physical brain. So they're not confined by those physical restrictions in the same way that, you know, someone who's lost a leg wouldn't be confined within that physical restriction when they return to the spirit world. An evil person or a bad person isn't confined by the, the bad wiring, bad connection in their brain that they had to endure during life. Now, I'm not asking you to feel sorry for them, but I'm just saying that when somebody like that, Hitler, Adolf Hitler, for example, you know, when he would return to the spirit world, he would have had an epiphany and he would have said, you know, oh my God, was that really me? Did I do those things? Okay, because he wasn't tainted by whatever was in his brain or, you know, whatever he experienced as a young child or a young adult here on earth. You know, those lenses are removed and he's returned to his pure self when he returns to spirit. Doesn't bring any of that badness or evilness with him. Okay. So bearing this in mind, okay, and knowing that we are all pure when we return to the spirit world. Why would you think that someone would want to come back from the spirit world to try to hurt you? Okay, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, I mean, when I leave this um, earth, you know, I'll be running. <laughs> okay, I won't be looking back. Well, I will because I have my um, sons here. But, you know, I won't be looking to return to this earth because there is horrible things that happen in this earth. And, you know, I do look forward to being reunited with my loved ones in spirit. I won't be over there plotting revenge on anybody or anything of the sort when I return. Okay. I have an example for you, okay, about how it might work and why spirit might want to connect with us, but not necessarily hurt us. Okay. So I did a reading for someone in the past, okay? And during the reading, an older family member of theirs came through. And it really was the strangest energy, okay? And I was relay relaying all of this information that I could, all of the information about the spirit person to the person that I was reading for. And as I was talking, I could see their face drop, okay? The energy of the spirit then got quieter or more relaxed or more distant, if you like. And I could feel their reluctance to keep communicating. And therefore, my energy started to shut down. So all three of us were shutting down. After a few minutes, the spirit just apologized and then left. OK, but it turned out that when they were alive, this person that I connected with in spirit had sexually abused the person that I was reading for. Okay, so they weren't long past. Okay, and having reached the spirit world, they realized the horror that they had inflicted on the person that I was reading for. And they took their opportunity to come through to apologize. Okay, now I'm not saying this was right. Okay, and it was a good while ago when I was, you know, a lot younger. 
And, you know, if had I been more experienced, I may have headed this off at the pass. But I don't think that the time was right for the apology. Okay, the apology was more for the spirit's own comfort than for the comfort of my customer. But my point here is that the spirit did not come through to harm the person. They came through because they realized what a horrible human being they had been. And likely they were trying to atone for it in the spirit world now that they'd crossed back over. Okay, so they weren't coming back to in any way abuse the person, even though the person wasn't healed and wasn't ready to hear this. Okay, and there was a selfishness. I'm not saying spirit are perfect. There was a little bit of selfishness here. Okay, but they weren't coming back to do harm. They were coming back because it had come through in their life review, you know, the horrors that they had uh, made this person, this customer of mine endure in life. Okay, and you know, those kind of evils, those horrible acts, they're committed by living human beings, not spirit beings, okay? Now, I also don't believe in demons, okay? I don't, okay? Partly for the reasons that I've described already. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't think that there aren't, it doesn't mean that I think that there aren't evil energies working within us, you know, as human beings. But I don't believe that this trans over to, transfers over to the spirit world. Okay, as I said already, most of this evil is as a result of a defect in the physical brain. And therefore, it's left behind once we return to the spirit world. Okay, so, you know, I don't believe that there are demons running around the spirit world, but I do think that there's evil. Evil, if you want to call it evil or negativity or negative energy or bad energy that exists in people here on Earth. Okay. Now, the religious side of me does want to say a lot more about this, okay? But I'll stick to just the spirit world for the moment rather than getting into a religious debate, okay? I do believe that there is, you know, I don't know, do I want to say that people become possessed, okay? But do I think that there's evil within people on earth? Yeah, okay, there is. Now, another thing that we leave behind when we return to the spirit world is anger and grudges. Okay, now this is a big one. Okay, people talk about this all the time. So again, these two things, they're things that are unique to the physical world. We do not take them with us to the spirit world. Okay, now if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you will have heard me describe in the past how we in this world view everything through lenses of our earthly experiences. Well, those lenses are taken off when we return to spirit and we see everything clearly when we return to spirit. So we see people for who they are, whether that's good or bad, but we also see the bigger picture of their vulnerabilities, their fear, their anger, their life experiences okay so we get to understand a little bit more about why they act as they act why they are who they are okay so that when we have returned to our pure spirit form we see all of this information and therefore we end up feeling nothing but compassion for them 
and we want the best for them. Okay, because don't forget that the people we encounter in this lifetime, they're part of our soul family. And what that means is that we encounter these people again and again and again and again, both in the spirit world and in any further lifetimes that we may live if we decide to come back to Earth through reincarnation. Okay. So knowing this, we can understand that when we go back to spirit, that we will have full knowledge of the challenges that these people agreed to take on when they chose to be reincarnated and return to earth. So everything that's going on around them, whatever it might be, it will have been set out for them before they were even reborn here on earth. Now they don't know that when they're here on earth and neither do we. We only find that out when we return to spirit. So it's like these lenses have been removed. You know, we don't see them as earthly beings with, you know, troubles, if you like, with challenges, with whatever. Okay, we see them as someone who has chosen to return to earth and chosen to take on these challenges so that they can work through them. And this helps them develop spiritually so that they can move on to the next level of spirituality when they return to the spirit world. Okay, we can only deal with how we reacted to them in this life. Okay, and that's our legacy. Okay, and I, you know, I had something with this recently that I wanted to share with you. Um, because, you know, I'm a member of many spiritual and soul groups online. Okay, I just love when I can't read at night, reading through some of the posts and, you know, the things that people are experiencing. And recently there was an interesting conversation brought up in one of these groups. Okay, somebody had had a terminal diagnosis and they were preparing themselves for death. Okay, so that in itself was one challenge. But part of this person's preparation was to get all of their paperwork in order. So they were in the process of making a will. Now within the group, they were asking advice. Did anybody know about any legal ramifications of leaving one of their children out of their will? Because they felt that this particular child wasn't deserving of anything from them because they felt that they hadn't been loved enough by this child in this lifetime, okay? Now, I'm not going to get into the reasons why this person didn't feel that their child was deserving. Okay, but I was so, so, so encouraged by the replies that he received within the group because everyone within the group was telling him the same thing that I'm going to say to you now. Okay, if he wrote his child out of his will, he would regret this as soon as he passes over. Okay. Now, nobody within the group said that the child deserved anything. He may be right. Okay. But the child wasn't anyone's primary concern. The concern of everyone lay with him that once he returns to the spirit world, he will see his child for who they really are. You know, what they are struggling with in life, 
why they chose to endure this struggle in their in this particular lifetime. Okay, because I have no doubt that should he choose to exclude his child from his will, that this child would end up falling out with their remaining siblings, likely with their mother. Okay, because, you know, being left out left them feeling isolated. And this in itself would cause a rift in the family that may never be healed. Okay. Now, you may have heard me, you may remember me talking in the past, you know, in past episodes here in the podcast about how life is like an exam. And we only see the results of how we did when we return to spirit. And the results in this particular case would have been that this man would fail dramatically when it came to loving his children for who they are and not what he got from them. He would also fail when it comes to his legacy because who wants to leave behind a family so broken beyond repair that one member feels isolated and unloved so much so that they cut themselves off from their family forever. Okay. Our actions in this life will have ramifications for generations after us. Okay. So choose wisely when you're choosing. But my point here is that, you know, for whatever it may be, I'm not saying who was right and who was wrong. That's not my concern. It's not a blame game. I don't know. Maybe the child was very unloving. Maybe the father didn't deserve to be loved. I don't know. Okay. But I do know that whatever anger or grudge he felt or does currently feel in life, I hope he's still living, um, you know, whatever he feels now, that will not transfer across to the spirit world with him. And he would regret any action that he took. Okay, because that would be his legacy. People probably wouldn't remember that he donated to homeless charities or that he was very good at his job or, you know, that he gave somebody a lift when they didn't have a car and it was raining. They wouldn't remember those small things, but they would remember how he cut his child out of his will and the family fell apart after it. And that would be his legacy. And would it be worth it? Because, you know, when he returned back to spirit, he would see why this dynamic was the way it was. Okay, but he has taken a permanent action in this situation that he would never be able to make right. Okay. Can I give you another example? <laughs> okay, because I had a call very recently from someone and they were extremely upset, understandably so. Because a relative of theirs had gone to see a medium, okay, to connect with a mutual loved one in the spirit world. Now, during the reading, okay, apparently the loved one had come through and told the medium to tell this person who had called me that they should not bother to visit a medium because their loved one would never come through to talk to them. Okay. So this person was calling me because the message that had come back to them was that their loved one will not talk to them, will not come back and connect with them from spirit. 
So don't bother wasting their time. Okay, so ask yourself just for a minute, just one little minute. If spirit would really come through to say this, let alone, never mind that it was through a third and even a fourth party. Okay, the medium being the third party, the person who was getting the reading being the fourth party, and they were bringing this back to the fifth party. Okay, the answer to this is no. (laughs) Okay. Um, there was no bad feeling between them before they passed. Okay, so this person was at a loss to explain it. Now, even if there had been bad feeling, like, you know, there's no way a spirit would come through and say that. I'm holding this grudge here for eternity. Feck off with yourself. Okay. So in my humble opinion, this medium may as well have said to the person they were reading for, that they have a message for this other person and that this other person should make an appointment to come and see them as soon as possible. Okay, we've all heard that being said. This is just, you know, it's careless mediumship. It's looking for more business. Okay, because the first person, first thing that this person wanted to do was to immediately make an appointment. Okay, now, of course, they're welcome to make an appointment with any medium they wanted to. And I told them this. Okay, but I also advised them that a reading should be done in their own time when they feel ready for a reading, not when someone else tells them that they should, okay? Now, even if there had been bad feeling between these two people in life, that doesn't mean that they wouldn't want to talk to them now, okay? I've done countless readings over the years for people who have needed to bury the hatchet, so to speak, with someone who had crossed over. Okay, because grudges and anger do not carry over to the spirit world. You know, another thing that people often ask, you know, um, they often say to me, you know, say, for example, if someone was widowed, you know, and they want to move on or they have moved on and maybe started a relationship or even got remarried with somebody else. Okay, they often wonder if their first spouse is angry with them. Or if they'll want to talk to them or if they'll be able to spend time with them when they cross over to spirit. Now, if you're in that situation, know, I'm telling you, so know this. The love that we share in spirit is not the same as the love that we share as humans. Okay, because in life, there's a a physical or a sexual, sexual element to our love that we don't have in spirit. And also here on earth, when we love someone, Okay, we want, we want to possess them, not in a bad way, but we do want to possess them. We want them to be ours. We want it to be known publicly. We want to be seen in public with this person. We want to be engaged to them. We want to be married to them. We want to be living with them. You know, we want to post our picture with them on social media because we want, we want other people to know that we're theirs and they're ours. Okay, but it's not the same in spirit because in spirit, we love each other completely and unconditionally. Okay, you know, without want of, you know, spreading it around the place, we don't have social media to share it on, but we don't need to make these grand statements. We just love. Okay, it's not a physical love. It's an emotional love and it isn't dependent on anything other than the other person's happiness. So jealousy doesn't exist in the spirit world. Now, curses. Very quickly, I want to talk about curses. (laughs) Okay. Nobody, absolutely nobody 
living or otherwise, has the ability to put a curse on you. If this ability did exist in the spirit world, don't you think that your angels and your guides, as well as your loved ones, would be able to stop it? Okay, if, if one energy could put a curse on you, why would it not be possible for another energy to stop it? Okay, so it doesn't make sense when you really think about it, but what happens is people panic. And the thing with curses is that once you're told that there is a curse on you, you will then go on to manifest the bad look that you think, that you then think is because of a curse, okay? So you manifest the bad luck because you believe you're cursed, okay? And then you attribute the bad luck to the curse, <laughs> okay? And you know, again, I get calls and messages all the time because many, many people have been told by mediums or by psychics that there is a curse on them. Okay, so I call rubbish on this because these declarations are normally followed up by an offer to remove the curse for a certain amount of money. Okay, sometimes, you know, thousands of euro. Now, losing your money in this way will be the curse and you will bring it on yourself. Instead, use your money to buy yourself something nice instead of paying someone to remove a supposed curse. Okay, go into the sun, you know, go on a hol sun holiday because hopefully the sunshine and the heat will give you some perspective on your situation. Okay. Does any of what I've said convince you that your loved ones in spirit love you unconditionally and that nobody in spirit, whether they were evil or not when alive, is out to get you? Ghosts are just energies of people who have passed. And just because they're there doesn't mean that they're there to hurt you. Okay? You don't lock your doors at night to keep ghosts out. You lock your doors at night to keep the living out. Okay, you don't want the living to come in. The ghosts can't be stopped, but they're just energy, sometimes a footprint of an energy that lived there once. They're not there to get you or hurt you, you know. So tell them, come in, have a look around, but, you know, go on their way. I hope that it's brought some clarity to this with you. Send me your questions. We can explore this further if you want, okay. And if you're on my Patreon, we will discuss this in our um, next session, next live session. We'll have a little chat around all of this as well, because I want to talk about your experiences too. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Okay, please sub consider subscribing to Life After Life wherever you listen to your podcasts. Again, if you want to join me for more content, check out my Patreon channel at the link attached in the description box um, attached to this podcast. So for now, I will bid you goodbye and I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life. So until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world.